Thank you for tuning in and listening. We are delighted to welcome you to the podcast of Fiona Arrigo, founder of the award-winning Arrigo program and A Place to Heal. Fiona Arrigo is one of the foremost internationally acclaimed intuitive healers, a biodynamic psychotherapist, mentor and life teacher, and acknowledged as a leader in her field. A gift to evolve. This week, Fiona Arrigo will speak about who we are emerging to be during this time of lockdown during the coronavirus. In this time of global retreat, we are being offered such great reflections to emerge to a new way to be and live. This week, Fiona will share thoughts on the potential of this unfolding. So let's just take a breath. And take another breath. And take another breath. I can see so many of you here. Wow. Really deep friends. Oh, bless you all. I can't um, mention all of you because it would take me forever just to go through this list, but how completely beautiful to see you all. Okay. So for people that are joining us for the first time, um, just to give you a little bit about me, um, I've been working for the last 35 years. Um, I'm a biodynamic psychotherapist and psychologist and I've been studying esoteric psychology for a long, long time, Tibetan Buddhism, and um, teachings and philosophies from our intact people, indigenous people. And I bring all that, you know, and, and these Sunday sanctuaries are really about rest, reflection, and community, just coming together in a unified field to think and be different in our togetherness. So today, the contemplation is, is lockdown giving us a chance to evolve? And I want to look at that with you this morning. We're now going into, I think, about week four of lockdown, or as I refer to this as being global retreat. It's really, really important that we all do our work and we all keep checking in with ourselves. Uh, there are so many layers that are coming up for us. And I want to focus on our connection to life, our earth, Mother Nature who grounds and holds us, 
and to keep setting our intentions. It's never been a more important time than to have very clear intention and prayer and vision. And so that we can keep deepening and feeling more connected into who we are emerging to be. For sure, coronavirus is changing the way we live with each other and our environment. We're all aware of this. And more and more people, the beauty of this moment, I was listening last Sunday as it was Easter Sunday after we spoke to many different people speaking from the Archbishop of Canterbury, Canterbury to uh, a new a, a Methodist um, holder to a new age teacher to um, an, uh, an indigenous speaker and everybody is saying the same thing across the, the board that we are at a point of change and how can we do this differently so we all keep encouraging this global retreat and global reset. And it's really, as we go deeper, and I think in England we're on official lockdown until the end of May or for the next three weeks. And it may go on for longer. But really giving ourselves this opportunity and in a way, taking advantage of the space that many people are feeling good in. I, I also recognize that many people aren't, but really taking time to hone ourselves and not to waste this precious opportunity of finding a new way to be. Which in truth is our natural blueprint what is emerging in us has always been and will always be our deeper, truer nature or our primary energy or our intact self. But the truth is in the way that the planet has forged herself, or the, or the people, not, the, not Mother Earth, not Gaia, but us as people on the planet have forged ourselves, that we've stretched so far away and we have forgotten so much. And now we are in the Great Hall of Remembering. And I believe, I, I spoke about this last year in our retreat in Spain with a wonderful group of women, but it's, it's, again, nothing I'm saying is original. It's just supporting us and supporting my, our community to keep in this arrow of reflection. But we are learning as peoples on this planet, I believe, to become more intact people, which is the wisdom of the indigenous people that has been held forever as a way of walking in life, as a way of being that is considered, as a way of being that is reverent, 
as a way of being that is kind and caring. So, mm, we've spoken a bit in the last few talks about what have we done to our planet. And last week we spoke about loving kindness and self-compassion. And this week I, I want us to focus as we look out and we, we're all going through and there are layers of it and we can go to different subject matters, but there will continuously be an underlying wave of grief, an underlying wave of atonement. Because we have to see this as well as the sparks that are opening our heart chakra and potentially in moments of the day giving us feelings of joy and interconnectedness. But I want us to invite us to really look really deeply, it's so important, at what have we done to ourselves? We need to develop self-esteem as part of a new walk in life. We need to refine our worthiness and to stop packing our lives with so much pressure. So that in the days that we live, we hardly have interconnection because we're rushing everywhere. And however brilliant we may be in our meditations or our yoga or our going and walking in nature, these are building blocks and important and essential for sure. But I also think this deep tenderness of inviting yourself back in to really look at what are you doing to yourself in the day? And are you your best friend? Are you? Because most likely, myself included, I'm walking this path with you. I'm not any more awakened, I may have studied and can bring thoughts, but you know, I'm walking this path to consider what, how am I treating myself in the day? And it's so encoded this strong powerful, I must do list way that we've been, been living. And I believe this has to change. If we're to take this rebirth potential seriously, and if we are to honor Gaia, Mother Earth, symbiotically we work, we're interconnected, we must be our best friends and start to develop loving choices for ourselves. As this also creates space in your structure, we are ultimately spacious creatures. 
I think Einstein said something about, and don't pick me up on this, but um, energy is all is trapped light. We are compressed light and and what is happening is the planet herself is breathing as mother gaia herself is breathing and uncurling and expanding we too are being offered the opportunity to expand and for that expansion we need space and for space we need to empty we need to house clean and come away from cluttered mind thinking. And this doesn't have to be, of course, meditation will support this oceanic awareness, but it's, it's, it's somehow we've got to fast forward and learn this a little bit more quickly of how we can be, come away from clutter in our days so we can breathe and interconnect and be more conscious. In an ideal world, we should be having four days work and three days off. Don't get frazzled with that. <laughs> but as an understanding, more than anything, we need to interconnect. And if we're full do our meditation, go back to seeing people, talking to people, being on the phone, cooking, shopping, listening, traveling in the old days. It's funny that, isn't it? We can talk about the old days, <laughs> jumping on planes. But this is more like a, 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 a state of commitment to the self. It doesn't mean that we're going to get this right immediately. It means that we can invite a possibility to start to, to treat ourselves differently, thus each other differently, and most definitely Mother Earth Gaia. Okay, so take a breath. How much, a question, time can you give yourselves to be in your own true natures, which is away from the judgments, the manipulations, the projections, the effort, the, um, the criticisms, the stress mechanisms. How much time can you now devote to yourself to be in your deeper natures? And I believe the benevolence of our Mother Earth and the benevolence of our galactic networks is always benevolent, is always there the minute you turn the key to look within. The minute you establish enough self-worth to know it is worth you stopping and looking within. I really want to suggest this is an issue of self-worth and busyness. But if you foster and cultivate enough self-worth to look within, you will see 
that the benevolence of life is always there and holding you. So in these remaining weeks we have left in our global retreat to become kinder human beings, slower human beings, let go of the junk that sits on, side of, on top of ourselves and move more into our primary natural energy that expands and merges into everything that is. We have that within us. This is not something mystical. It is, and it is, of course, it is mystical, but it is something that is intrinsic to our natures. And we, because we haven't been educated in this way, we haven't been in educated in this life, even though perhaps we have the knowledge from many lives of walking naturally and peacefully upon the earth. Wherever this is coming from, past lives, ancestors, greater being, mother's natures, wherever it is coming from, I believe that we have our natural primary energy that is there sustaining us. And I think that as, when, as we are in this global retreat, we're glimpsing a lot of our essential natures. So many people are ringing me up and saying they feel calm or they feel more gratitude or they feel more appreciative or they're more in peace. Your primary nature, that didn't just come out of nowhere. It's in you. It's in you. And right now the scaffolding of the outer world, which is also our armored, protected selves, is falling down. It's falling away. It can't hold, not just because of coronavirus. And as I said before, I don't want to get into whether this is 5G or an implant or this or that. I just want to work with consciousness. And we know that all these times, this moment now has been predicted. Sometimes in the weeks we've talked, talked about astrology, sometimes we've talked about esoteric psychology, sometimes we've talked about the great prophets, sometimes we've talked about the indigenous people, the intact people. It's all the same. The time is now, it's all been pointing to this great time, and we are in it. We are in it now. We are in the wisdom of no escape. We are in it now. And, and the beauty of what we're all talking about is that we are doing this together. And together means that we are interconnected. As we let the scaffolding fall of all the thoughts and beliefs of everything that we have been told that has separated us, as that starts to deconstruct and fall away, a beauty appears, a softness appears, a peacefulness appears, a safety appears. Something is happening within us all at this moment. And I believe 
to create a kinder, more generous, more respectful walk when we come out. In this time, we need to contemplate what is happening to us. Of course, work with your shadows. Your shadows are your medicines. As you clear your medicines, as you clear your shadows, you make more space to be able to, to come into your deeper nature and most importantly, tolerate another. But also to focus on what is birthing within you and to really give yourself time and patience and consideration to really notice this. It's vital and it's important. As we are all connected, the trees, the birds, the fish, you, all of it is interconnected. There's a beautiful quote, I think, that Ramdas said that we are walking each other home. And so our own accountability and impeccability for being as pristine with ourselves as we can are the seeds for our new earth, for our new humanity. And it doesn't matter. Don't give yourself attention to what people are saying and if we're going to go out and turn back to what we were. It doesn't matter. The only person that matters actually is you and your relation to the big interconnectedness of our earth. So people are always going to have views. In fact, I think there was a survey done the other day. Again, don't ask me from where, but I, somebody told me, you know, do you want to go back to life as it was? And according to this survey, 9% um, said they did and the rest said they didn't. Now, whether that's true or not, it's a nice thing to hear. Do you want to go back to the way you were? Ask that question to yourself. And ask the question, if not, what has to change within you? What do you have to anchor in you as a new, in a way, a new base chakra, a new earth, a new core of self-belief? a new core of security and stability that can only come from this interconnectedness. Everything that we've been chasing, money, power, sex, success, it's all in the playground. But has it made us happy? Or has it exhausted us? And taken us on this perpetual ring of not being able to savor what is our basic nature, our true natures. So in this time of inner evolution, as we are in our global retreat, ask yourself these questions daily, they're important. Who am I? Who do I want to be? And what do I want to see in the world? And anchor that. 
I've noticed this week also in my conversations and indeed in my own body that many people are reporting feeling tired. And I can say earlier in the week that I had um, a few days of feeling completely spaced out and needing to sleep. And when I stopped to contemplate this, I saw in, 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 I saw within myself that this is also part of the birthing canal. Now, we talked about this in the first week, that we as a planet, as a human race, are going through, yes, an initiation, but a huge birthing canal. And in this time, it's a time of deep gestation. Well, whereas we are being energetically rewired and energetically dismantled, we are going to, at times, feel tired and spacey and discombobulated and unsure and unfocused don't immediately think there's something wrong with you you know we're so nervous our nervous energy is so ungrounded that the minute anything happens we get into this internal panic that something is wrong with us we've been spiking off the world's nervous system that has kept us in the past agitated all is well all is well and we are safe and many beautiful beautiful things are happening but all is well i also see that we may be becoming in this space which is a walkway for higher new consciousness that we become more right-brained and so we'll be dissolving a little and going into the abstract a little and not being able to do things as efficiently as we might have wanted to do in the past let it go let it be embrace the change give yourself time whether we've got three weeks or six more weeks nourish and be nurtured in this time. Let go of judgments. We really are, as a human race, entering into a sacred time. And within that sacred rest. And we're getting to experience it. Even if it's for a nanosecond. Just, ah, oh, there's peace. Or, ah. Oh, my shoulders are relaxed. It, it doesn't have to be lying down for 40 minutes and re relaxing every part of your body. This is, this is here. What, I'm, what I want to say to you is these qualities of, of, of being, these qualities of our essential natures are here all the time. We just have to turn our attention in. And each week we're going deeper each week, more consciousness within the collective is coming. All our prayers, all our realizations. 
our being as one experiences so the other experiences as i wake up you wake up as you wake up i wake up it's a collective experience and this is why in this time we need to nurture deeply our essential natures and try not to listen too much on the outside choose what is nourishing you it's so easy to turn the noise on it's so even as we said last week with all these incredible teachings that are coming down the line turn your turn it off from time to time and be quiet with yourself and listen so for sure in my book something massive is happening and is continuing to happen and i believe in a very grounded way you know my work is i try to be as grounded as possible in what I, on on the pathways that i follow but i truly see that we are being offered the chance to become a different people but there are steps like in any initiation or in any school of life there are steps and there is a process and so to cultivate things keep cultivate keep dancing if it brings you joy keep moving keep singing keep breathing but you know listen to sounds i mean somebody rang me up the other day and said they couldn't sleep and they got up and they went for a walk and eventually they just settled and they listened to the birds how often do we listen to the birds the grace of what is here how often do we listen so dancing and breathe breathing is the uh, the gift of life most of us don't breathe i've given you a link for a very simple beautiful actually breathing um group it's called soma but there are all sorts of breathing it doesn't matter yogic breathing alternate nostril breathing transformational breathing simple breathing rebirthing breathing in this particular prayer it's breathing into gratitude but breathe everybody you must breathe you must breathe consciously breathing is the inspiration where we gather life force where we gather energy we need to breathe in order to expand in order to decalcify you need to breathe and you need to drink water lots and lots of good as water as you can if you don't have great water you can buy drops to make the water better you can buy um things to put into your remedies to put into your water to make it more vibrant but drink as good as water as you can and breathe as much as you can because this decalcifies as well the energetics that have been holding you in place and we were we're loosening that where all these energetic imprints of old is being loosened listen to sound dance 
breathe, drink water, good water. And pray. Read things that are inspiring but not overwhelming. Don't go to things that is going to make you feel you haven't done it, you're not doing it right, other people are doing it better, you're hopeless. Stay away from that, please. Work with things that inspire you to be alive. Follow that kiala, follow that flow. Work with things that inspire you to be alive. Eat good food. And most importantly, drop into this new dreaming. You know, I, I gave a talk. It's so interesting when I've been thinking about things that I've been saying in the last two months, two, two years. I mean, maybe 35 years, but not because I've been saying them, but just because of the imprints and the wisdoms that have been coming into us all. And I talked last year at, at Goop about the power of reclaiming our dreaming body. And the dreaming body, according to the Aborigines, are really where we come into our interconnectedness, where we dream in a new way. I might talk about that a bit later, actually. So this time in our evolution is very much about becoming self-empowered. What am I really here for? What is my purpose? And coming out of that big asleep that we've been in, almost we've been in a, I'm not going to pronounce this word properly, hypnotism, I think I've got it. You know, we get up, we go to work, we have a holiday, we come back. You know, we kind of like, are, are like little battery chickens. Until we step outside to think about something differently. And so in this time again, for what many people have talked about is that we, we, we are becoming sovereign to ourselves. And from that place of sovereignty, sovereignty, which is also the Aquarian age, that we then serve from that place of being intact. We serve our group from our own, own intactness rather than following and being victims and in the old age martyrs. But more importantly for today is how we stop, how we reclaim our own power how we come back into our own field, how we stop giving our power away to others, listen, be humble, but to notice how in all our lives we give our power away. And this time, this evolution, this moment is asking us to come within center of our own mandala to come to the center of our being so we can reclaim a sovereignty and gather our wisdom and gather our own intelligence this global retreat is offering us a time to figure out what is right for you and what isn't 
Take it. Take it. Do not be a sheep as much as we love them. I'm a goat sheep or something in Chinese medicine. <laughs> we love them. But don't be a follower. Be yourselves. Know your own mind. And, and, and then we share from that place. So it's a time really to become sovereign and, and sovereign and really notice. To whom are you giving your power? To whom? And is this necessary? You absolutely decide what happens to your bodies and what happens to your nervous systems and what you fill your life force up with on this planet. What are you filling your life force up with? When I was in India, I, we worked on first step. Thou must not waste thy precious life energy. It's a thought. What have you been filling and feeding on and off your bodies with? And so in this cycle, as we've discussed before, the cycle of maturity it's about conscious choice to the self. And to look with tenderness, but also astonishment at really, even though we're progressive, independent, privileged people, we're fortunate. But how little choice you may have had in your life. You may have had independence, but that's not choice, or it's a different flavor. Accountability, sovereignty is massive for our evolutionary step, where we come out of blame and shame and judgment and criticism. All that comes from a low energy safe. Self. It's easy to criticize another if you don't have yourself. It's easy to judge and complain and think you're better or more superior or more, you know more, you're, that person's not doing it right and they should have done it like this. I get masses of that when I do my retreats, by the way. <laughs> it's low energy states to be sovereign and to make choices is what is needed now for this new breath of life where we breathe in as more evolved human beings maturing it's a huge word for now we're on the fast track of maturing life is patient she understands we are children in the learning field but we're really having to fast track and mature So, on another note, within the same notes, that in this moment, which I, I think we're even tired of this word pandemic, but we will be going through stages. And 
to understand, as I said earlier, that there are stages that need to unfold and, and to be patient with yourself. If shadow selves are coming up or you're not feeling this or you're not, just be patient and come back into this field of allowance. But again, Einstein said, and forgive me if I'm getting it wrong, I'm just a navigator, so I pull stories and, and thoughts to give an experience. He said something like, we can't solve any of our problems by the same state of thoughts that we created them in. We have to change our thoughts around everything. And it begins with us. Now I was thinking, I was actually listening, I've been listening a bit to Marianne Williamson, which I haven't done a lot of in the past. And she's cool, she's cool, intelligent. And, you know, she has a lot to say, but she did say something when I was listening to her this week. And I thought, my gosh, that's such a highlight and so true. And she said, we have been socially distancing for much of our lives. When we've been out, being on our computers, being on our mobiles, going to restaurants, people constantly on something or going to restaurants and children being on some sort of mobile phone. No one has really been noticing each other way before this happened. We haven't stopped, as we know, to look at the sky, to realize the moon's out. To get better. You know, we've been in, we're being invited to get better, not to get bitter, but to get better, to become better human beings. And in this journey, of course, much is going to be coming up. We are being rocked to our core. But I want us to know so deeply that we can trust this process. And, and you can trust yourselves. If you come home to yourselves, to your nervous systems, to your own self-regulation, to your own inner peacefulness. You can depend on that rather than the forgings that we've made, that we have to depend on so much on the outside world. And I'm not here to say none of this matters. I'm not saying that we don't need food and money and all the things, but the importance needs to shift. So that can be there loosely, but what do we need now? It has to be a new language and a new currency. Mother Earth herself, I believe, is expanding right now. And so the pressure that we've been putting on herself, on her, and also the pressure 
that we have been putting on ourselves. If I have one prayer, one really deep prayer for this week, is can we remove the pressure that we have put our precious lives under? When I think about this, I could cry. And it's harmful for us. It is harmful. Do not just take that on anymore as a way to live. So let's just take a moment here. Let's just take a breath. I've been talking for quite a long time. And unmute to see if anybody would like to share anything at this point. We all teach each other. It's really important that we can share thoughts or experiences or wisdom. So really, please, I invite you to share anything in relationship to how you are evolving, what you are noticing, how you are becoming. Anything that you've noticed this week that's helpful. Beautiful, thank you. And I want to just to, to, to go back because such incredible things we've spoken about, but really to understand that the Aquarian age is an age of telepathy and transparency and that we absolutely are growing a new social network, a new nervous system, for sure, for sure. And how we grow it, as, as we've said, is, is our personal inner activations and realizations, but also what we're then reflecting out into the world with. And so, as you know, I said earlier in, 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 in our chat that the Aboriginal elders and grandmothers um, say that the, um, the, 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 the song lines finished on the 20th of March and new song lines have opened, which brings again from that teaching, one amongst many, more high vibration, more awareness of our interconnectedness. So the more we can also do to return, I see Charlotte sitting in the garden, but the more we can sit on the earth actually lie on the earth with your belly on the earth and breathing that energy. It's kind of like a primordial state and also humming, just humming the vibration of hum on the earth, not necessarily when you're lying on your belly, but to hum, take it. These are simple practices that interconnect us to the, the deeper, more harmonic natures of our being and what we are birthing through. So, you know, uh, Heather Ash said this week, she's a wonderful, I mean, she's, she's a big student of the Toltec path. And uh, she, she said something this week, which is when a country teaches its people that money is more important than anything and that the only way forward is to keep working and buying more, and making more of something. The result is individuals will tend to only look out for themselves or for their immediate family. But 
when a country, when a people teaches its people about community, communication and care, the result is a collective coming together. As you become sovereign of your own inner states and you choose the power of love. So again, while we're at home in our global retreat, as we are evolving, changing, dropping, being, expanding, we keep nurturing this new way on earth. We keep nurturing this new way of being. And we clear this inner calcification, this inner debris, by absolute attention and attunement. And you know this, but we're also recording this, that we need to keep connecting to something bigger, to keep realizing that we are the custodians, that the structures we have been living on, they're not good, they're not bad, they're just old. And that these man-made structures have turned us into calcified people, not caring people, not pe people that can breathe and make different choices. This is again the Aquarian age where we are being given uh, an understanding that our individual thoughts create the whole and it is from that place that we will serve. And the deeper we drop, into the reflections of Mother Earth, Gaia, our sun, our moon, our spirit, our soul, our higher consciousness. And, and to have compassion for the pressure that we have put ourselves under, not to criticize, not to be harmful, not to be harmful to the self, therefore we can be harmless to another not to be harmful to the, to the self. But we are still in the recovery of mother where we are repleting the global exhaustion that we have all been under. And as Katie said earlier, you know that suddenly our teenagers can rest and sleep. How amazing is that? So we need to walk each other home, hold each other's hands, practice generosity. Very, very importantly, reclaim the worthiness that you are worthy. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of compassion. You are worthy of friendship. And from that place, we can go to our neighbors, we can go to our communities, we can look after our old, we can rest, we can care, and we can share. You know, um, I read this week, um, to create a more aligned world, we need to remember who we are in this essential nature we're all talking about. We are not superficial beings. We just forgot. We are not inauthentic beings. We just forgot. We are not crazed people. We just forgot. 
We are soulful, decent, dignified people at our core. And we are maturing and we are returning. The more space, the more inward, the more self-reflection, the more allowance, the more surrender, the more letting go of the calcified shadows and the more embracing, as you've shared many of you, into our hearts. It is possible for us to take a more enlightened direction. So in these days of working less, and ideally, what would it be like if we really thought about a three-day work and a four-day interconnection? Just as a contemplation, and we can start with a day. But being worthy enough, and this is worth, wherever you put it, it comes down to being worthy enough to allow yourself to breathe, to rest, and interconnect. So let's look at how we do not emotionally hijack this anymore. And how we hold the new social network, how we hold the new nervous system, in a prayer field of inclusiveness and interconnection. And so we breathe and be, and know we are supported, know that the grandmothers support us, the grandfathers support us, the ancestors supports us, Mother Nature supports us. We are supported and loved to the fragment of our being we have just forgotten. We have just forgotten. So we need to open our hearts that we are life itself reflected within, that we are holy, peaceful, good people in our essential natures, and to regrow from this place, to regrow in love, to regrow in peace, and to know that you are worthy. Coming home to yourself, coming back to you, that you are worthy. So I feel with that peace and settlement that I could just do a very short, gentle meditation for you so you can just drop further away from noise and thought and mind. And then like, like last week, if we, then when you want to come out, but if either if you want to during the meditation or when you're leaving the meditation, just please put in one word about how you are right now and what you're bringing to this right now as an offering to our new social nervous systems, as an offering 
So thank you for coming. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for the incredible work that you're doing. Thank you for your intent. Thank you for your hope. Thank you for your dreams. Thank you for your visions. Thank you for all. And remembering all the time that all is welcome. All is welcome. So if you just would like to shut your eyes, I'm going to invite you in and hope that this works. I'm just going to start with a little bit of music and then I'm going to lower it and just suggest a few words. And again, please leave when you wish. And please put a word in of how you are as an offering. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you enjoyed this episode, please do comment, like, subscribe and share so that we can collectively assist more people in these times. And for further information, social links and resources, please visit www.theorigoprogram.com Until the next episode, be well and look after yourself. Sending you our blessings. Goodbye for now.